0: Episode number 70, 650 horsepower.
1: Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM Performance News. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
0: And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. <laughs> What's going I'm on, dude? Jason.
1: That was a hell of an intro, man. I know.
0: I was all excited. Because, you know, mean. 650 horse, but that's the name of the episode.
1: Yeah, and obviously, we're talking about the new 2017. The King, baby. The, well, maybe the King. Who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. The ZL1. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was. I don't know if it was an intentional leak or an accidental intentional leak or what. I think but, it was. Uh, well, here's the thing. The way the way it came out was Chevrolet
0: released basically the playbook or the, the worksheet book for all the options for 2017. So obviously yeah. when you list things, you know, it said 650 horsepower. So someone was going to read that and holy cow, it's going to be 650 horsepower. So. Uh, you know, it was probably no big deal, and I don't know if they're we're, we're saving that for a special
1: press release, but maybe during Woodward, who knows? Yeah. So obviously, we're going to be talking about the alleged, if 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 the document is correct, six hundred fifty horsepower that the new ZL1 will have. We're also going to talk about uh, some rumors about one LE and ZL1 pricing possibly coming out soon after this episode is released. Yeah. And then, Chris, as you and I like to do, and I don't care who doesn't like it, we still like it, that uh, we're going to take a trip down Horsepower Nostalgia Lane. Yeah. Yes, we are. We've got a voicemail and um, a really cool feature built into his Camaro by one of our listeners that's a tribute to one of our best friends we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And as promised, I'm going to tell a story about me and a buddy getting into an interesting challenge with a mustang driver many <laughs> years ago in a galaxy far far away. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, so here we go. 650 horsepower is what the order guide says is the next Camaro ZL1. Right. That is a staggering amount of horsepower, but it's only 10 horsepower more than what we expected it to be.
0: Right. And 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 I didn't know if we actually thought it was going to be 640 because when I when I did the media event, they said at least 640. And and Al had definitely said that they were going to be working on the car up until they're ready to go to production. Right. So I know they're tweaking it back at the ring, and they're probably getting every bit of horsepower they can
1: out of it. And, uh, 650 sounds good to me. <laughs> 650 horsepower, 650 torque, which is on par with the LT4 Corvette. It's the same thing. However... The new Camaro is the only car, not the Corvette, to be mated to that 10-speed, automatic, indie style if you will, transmission. Yeah, yeah totally nuts. So once again, the Camaro <laughs> is taking a lead in technology.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Who'd have
1: thunk it? <laughs> I, I'm
0: telling you, man, this car this car is going to be
1: incredible.
0: It's incredible. going to be an
1: animal. How much, how much horsepower did the 5th gen ZL1 have for everybody's recollection? 580. So we're talking another 60 horsepower on top of that, and a lighter car, and a very interesting 10-speed transmission. Exactly. Exactly. And Chris, your car is pretty much a raped ape when you let it off the chain, right? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I never thought I'd see the day. I know. Horsepower is not dead hell, push rod engines are not dead. No. There was a time when people said, you know, overhead cam, the push rod engine is dead. Look at what they are accomplishing with, with a standard two-valve engine, too. I know. I know. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. And we're going to get into the horsepower nostalgia in a little bit, talking about when they thought that the overhead cam revolution was going to destroy the push rod engine. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, here we are talking about 650 horsepower in the ZL1. And of course, the next question that everybody asks is, how much is this going to cost? It might be the first question everybody asks, yeah. including me. Well, there's a little rumor floating around that uh, we might know soon, huh?
0: Yeah, there's a rumor floating around that uh, pricing is going to drop on Monday. For
1: the one LE and ZL1, so the day after this episode gets released, mm-hmm. we may know how much money that 650 horsepower is going to cost you, right? And me, Chris, because you know, yeah, I'm pretty much going to sell my testicle and kidney uh, <laughs> to get one. I'm still thinking it's going to be
0: around 75k uh, after tax, title, and license. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking maybe uh. sticker sixty-seven nine ninety-five, sixty-eight, nine ninety-five, you know, that seventy thousand kind of like that number. It's it's kind of like psychological, you know, that's that mm-hmm. you get from the six to the seven, it's like, oh God, it's it's so much more expensive. But yeah, but still sixty either sixty I wanna say between sixty-eight, sixty-seven, sixty-nine thousand, and then you add in Tax, title, license—you're you're up to seventy-five thousand easy, and then obviously they'll probably have a gas guzzler tax on it, which will probably be another you know couple grand. And and then I pretty
1: much will say I won't get one. I mean, I'm out.
0: I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I Give already think I'll I'm I'll out. I'll do what I want with it. <laughs> now, when I leave, on the other hand,
1: that's right.
0: I th- I don't know if that's going to be the deal that it was when it was released in the fifth gen, because obviously the sixth gen is a much more expensive car. I mean, we've talked about that many times in the past. Yeah, Um,
1: I know. Yeah. I'm scared. You're scared? scared Because I got high hopes. Motor Trend, I think it was Motor Trend, I might be calling them out unfairly, but I think it was Motor Trend said that they're anticipating around a $60,000 sticker for the ZL1.
0: They're around a $60,000 sticker? Really? That's what I read.
1: It must be true. It's on the internet. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Would but it'd be great, huh? If it is, they're gonna sell a shit ton of them. <sighs> okay. <laughs> doubt it. Yeah, I know. Doubt it. Doubt yeah. it. Yeah. So, we're gonna find out hopefully soon if the rumor is true.
0: Yeah, I was kind of predicting that it was gonna be dropped at Woodward during the whole festivities. Yeah. For Me Woodward, too. but
1: I don't know. Mm. They want to release it beforehand. Maybe. Maybe. That's so the gonna, rumor. They, so then they can talk to it and, and kind of justify that dollar amount that gets planted in people's minds by, you know, okay, now that you know how much it is, here's what you get. Okay, right. so right. before you get too hyper, we're gonna find out. And if it does drop between now, right after this episode being released, we're definitely gonna be talking about it ad nauseum uh, <laughs> next next week's episode of the Camaro Show. Oh, definitely. So, I'm a little I'm a little nervous because I really want one, but. People that make good money won't be able to afford one. That's a sad fact. That is kinda very, like
0: the, very true.
1: Kind of like the Z28 and all that. Oh, but whatever. It's going to be what it's going to be, and we'll find out what it is, and we'll definitely talk about it and give our opinions on it. And we want to hear your opinion on it as well if the pricing does indeed drop. So get your, uh, get your voicemail dialing fingers ready. But in the meantime, let's take that trip down Horsepower Nostalgia Lane. Okay. That we do once in a while. T-l-ling, when, t-l-ling, t-l-ling. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like when a horsepower figure comes out and it's been just growing and growing and growing. And we, Chris, you and I, being kind of, I guess we're starting to get on the brink of being old school when it comes to modern Camaro stuff. Uh, I hate to say it.
0: <laughs> we're old but now, man, dude.
1: <laughs> back, in, back in the old days when we first got together, uh, 90, 95, 96. Um, that's when the lt one Camaro was ruling the pony car world at 275 horsepower. Right.
0: And that was up Uh, from the third gen, which was what? 245, I think for the, the 92
1: Z 28. If you could get your hands on one, they were few and far between. They were hard to get a hold of. They were great performing cars, but yeah, 245, 250 something odd horsepower. Um, was the big deal. Before that, I remember my Uncle Joe um, bought, custom ordered, and bought a 1987 Mustang GT hmm. with the 5-liter engine in it, and, and he ordered it just with the, um, the high-end cassette deck audio system because that's CD? What, what's that? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, no kidding. No power windows, no power locks, 5-speed transmission, and 225 horsepower was like was it that was the big deal It was the highest horsepower car america made at that time even above and beyond the corvette if i'm not mistaken really unless you count the rare one which is the buick grand national which i think had what 240 245 and then if you got the
0: gnx that was 310 something like yeah. that 350 old- i
1: can't remember those were so fees. even fewer and farther between. Right. and it cost so much money back then. Yeah, but uh, and of course then those Buick guys would just turn up the wick on that thing and, and just destroy anything that would come up against them. I mean right. that was that was when if you had four hundred horsepower, you were like you had a you had a race car. Right, because I think when the first
0: ZR1 Corvette came out, it was only rated at three seventy five, and that was
1: and that was like badass. Yeah, that was that was the Mercury Marine designed Lotus built LT5 engine for General Motors. Uh quad valve, quad cam engine and that was an $80,000 car back in what 1988, 89, something like that, yeah. And then when they bumped that up to 405 horsepower in 90, 91, something like that, it was it was something you couldn't fathom is Having 400 street legal horsepower under the hood. And that that was, you know, late 80s, early 90s. And then that didn't even get even close to being touched until the late, that for like 10 years, that was like the horsepower barrier to entry, I mm-hmm. guess, if you will. Yeah. Like if you could beat the Corvette number, you were like a Lamborghini or something like that because yeah. nothing else would, would be like that. And now look at it.
0: Yeah. Now we have uh, the Hellcats. <laughs> 707 horsepower 707 horsepower from the factory not a tuner from a factory
1: that's right that's right and we talk about this we, we love we miss our beloved Trailblazer SS at 400 horsepower mm-hmm. in a in a truck engine in a truck platform with all wheel drive the gas sucking pig that it was. <laughs> that was that thing was the shit man. I love that I still I saw one the other day I'm like oh, and it looked just like my old one too yeah so you know, there we are driving around 400 horsepower, not even thinking about. It. I mean, hell, my Jeep Grand Cherokee has like 340 horsepower in it.
0: Yeah, I think my trying to remember what my my Caddy, my Caddy, which is a two-liter turbo, I think is 280, something like that for a two-liter turbo. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous the amount of horsepower they can get out of small engines nowadays too. But obviously it's just it's, that e- it's turbocharged. It's efficiency. Yeah, it's efficiency. And, you know, obviously the new ZL1 will have, you know, the supercharger for the power adder, just like the Z06 does. But still. Wow.
2: Wow.
1: I can't, What's next? So, so here we are. We're like, talking about the new ZL1 uh-huh. with well over twice what, Chris, you and I, our first Camaros came with under the hood. Yeah.
0: Well over what might. Ninety five Camaro was after I added a pro charger and all that other stuff too to it.
1: Wow. I just I'm having a hard time. Two hundred and ninety horsepower is what my Jeep Grand Cherokee actually has in a V six. Okay. Yeah, so there it is, a V six, Pentastar engine, you know. Nothing nothing big. I don't have the SRT, sorry to say. <sighs> And so so, okay, so I've got my daily driver Grand Cherokee at 2 hundred ninety horsepower, which is over well over the my first Camaro, my Camaro SS, which is for sale, and Brent Franker wants me to buy it back. I saw that. <laughs> That's another story, another episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> twice the horsepower of my first Camaro. And that was my first Camaro was fast. Ugh, I, guess, I I guess I can't I, I just having a hard time swallowing. It. I can't get over, it. but we're gonna find out what it costs. So my Caddy
0: makes 272 horsepower. So my for the 2.0 liter
1: turbo. I got more horsepower on my Jeep. (laughs) Haha. So probably weigh actually probably weighs the same 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 amount. Dang. Wow. It's okay. You're living in luxury, and I'm in a Jeep. Nuts. Nuts. (laughs) Uh, One other thing
0: we should talk about, and and we we didn't talk about this before the show. I just realized we have to talk about this. Okay. The uh. With it being August first, the sales numbers were oh. were released uh, this week, and um, once again, Camaro is third in sports cars. Um, here's here's the numbers: Mustang ninety five sixty five, Challenger fifty six nineteen, Camaro fifty five twenty down twenty six point one percent from last year's sales, the same month. Steady. Their sales seem to be steady at around five fifty five hundred, which I mean if you times that by twelve, that's sixty some thousand cars. Not nowhere near the hundred thousand uh, fifth gens that they're selling, but once again, we also have to take in consideration the car is more expensive, and they're not selling a ton of them over to Hertz and all those so i i'm continuing to be on the fence about sales i just i don't know i don't know enough about chevrolet's like marketing and and their their mindset on this car I, just this week it was announced that uh they're going to be doing a 10 percent off on 2016 camaros in stock select Cars in stock at Chevy dealers. So ten percent off, you know, on a fifty thousand dollar car is five grand. So,
1: so that makes it still a forty-five thousand (laughs) dollar car. Boy, so get it. I get it. I didn't get it at first, but now I get it.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't know. I I just don't know. I don't hear. I'm not hearing anything from the Chevy camp that they're that any red flags are being raised, that anybody's panicking, that they're doing anything
1: but continuing on as they have been. Well, I guess here's the thing. Maybe it's a case of Ford sells just a bunch of them and makes – I'm just going to make up numbers because I really don't know. makes 10% off each vehicle. Yeah. And they sell a ton of them, and the 10% margin is there, and then that's how they make money. Let's say that the Camaro team said, okay – we're going to sell less, but we're going to make more. Yeah. After all, Chevrolet and General Motors is a business to make money, right. not cars. Money. Right. They make cars to get the money. So if they're selling two thirds as much but making a twenty percent margin on it, then they're doing better. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. That is true.
0: So, and and I'm thinking this ten percent markdown is on remaining 2016s. They would have done that anyways with. You know, we're we're already a couple months into the 2017 model year, so
1: yeah, it's that time of year.
0: It, it's definitely that time of year, and they're doing it with all the brands, anyways. So, I, I thought we needed to talk about that again because I yeah I was waiting for those numbers to come out after the weekend, and um, I saw them drop, and I was like, oh man, third again. It just that's what kind of irks me a little bit, you eh,
1: know. You know, we got spoiled I, for yeah. We've had a few years after of being five years one. of being
0: number one. You know, like and like, York oh, Yankees. man, yeah. <laughs> it's like you kind of expect it, you know? Like yeah. the Red Wings. You
1: expect them to win a Stanley Cup every year. <laughs> That's right. When was the last time they won a Stanley Cup, Chris? 2007. Was it 2007 or 2008? Well, it was the 2007-2008 season. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember Vito was born that year. Yep, and that was in Okemos, uh... Alchemist, uh Renting a room from Jake Rob, that son of a bitch. I <laughs> haven't heard from him in a while. I
0: still have that Coke sitting on my shelf that you got me gotcha. from Lansing. What That's- Coke! You got me a Coke that said uh, Stanley Cup champions Detroit Red Wings from Lansing.
1: Lank? Yep, still got it sitting huh. on my shelf. Cool. cool.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: All right, so I know we have a one and only one. Shame on you guys. Voicemail, right? Uh, to get through. So and we have I guess a contest it's time do going
0: because you you told people to call in. Uh, the you said the very first person who called in that had a convertible, uh, and they would win
1: this that, this this product from you. So that had the trivia question and uh, t- trivia answer to my question. That is right. I'll see if this is it.
2: All right, let's see here, and here we go. It's Paul there. Okay, so I'm going to enunciate and speak clearly. So, Jason. And Chris, you guys can understand me. What I did last week is I called and said things I like and dislike about car shows. Things I like are the smell of gasoline, old oil, and cars mostly from the 50s, like the Chevy, and the uh, 60s all the way up to the 70s, and... Other than that, we've got, what is it today, the third, we've got uh, 15, 16 days till Woodward Dream Cruise, and uh, possibly seeing Scott Settlemeyer there, maybe Al Oppenheiser there, and maybe even Ed Wilburn. Hopefully, one or all of those guys will be there at the Camaro Corral on 9th and Woodward, I think it is. And uh, the things I dislike about the auto shows, like the other guy said, is the 50s (laughs) and 60s music blaring at about 10 plus and some guy over loudspeaker saying all kind of stuff that you can't even hear yourself talking. So you guys have a great weekend and this is Postal Dave getting ready to go to work. It's about 1 p.m. in the afternoon. I go to work at 4 p.m. So, you guys have a great weekend. Say hello to the wife and kids and the dogs and cats. Well, maybe not the cats. Postal Dave signing off. And I'll give, me, I'll give a Postal Dave salute to AJ and a Postal Dave salute to Bud Bone. And talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Postal Dave, that was a very clear and enunciated message.
1: I think I understood every word he said. Yes! (laughs) As opposed to me not understanding any words that he says. That was good. So he clearly
0: and concisely explained what he did and did not like about car shows. And I would agree with him about the blaring 50s music, just like somebody else called in and said.
1: She's real fine, my 409. <laughs> I keep on dancing. Let's go surfing now. Everybody's learning how. Come on a safari with me. Peggy Sue. Uh-oh, Peggy Sue. Uh-oh. Yes. My daddy said, son, you're going to drive me to drink it if you don't stop driving that hot <laughs> rod blinking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: honk, honk. What's that song?
1: The car that goes beep, 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 beep. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Beep, beep. And then everybody in the car show starts honking their horns yep. a bunch of... Th- Dipshits honking their horns with little fake children leaning up against their bumpers, crying and. Uh, all right, I'm I'm sent I'm I'm starting to pick up a very distinct pattern of what people like and dislike about car shows. Very distinct. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's what I'm really surprised at. That What's Crystal that? Dave didn't jump on this or anybody else for that matter. Is uh, I've got this Grio's Garage convertible top cleaner that uh, I don't have a use for, but I'm sure a convertible <laughs> owner can use it and would like to use it um, because convertible tops, they get kind of crappy after a while because of the nature of the material. Um, they sent it to me to try out. I can't try it out. I don't have anything to use it on, so I wanted to give it away to somebody who could by asking this trivia question that nobody's answered yet, and I know yeah. somebody's got to know. It was only a few episodes ago, maybe less than five.
0: Oh, we've, we've talk, and we've talked about this previously, even in the CamaroZ28.com
1: podcast. Right, and Chris and I had a great... Car experience drive. I have to enhance the hints a little bit. Okay. We were driving back from GMMG in a Camaro that Scott Settlemeyer told us to, that he needed us to drive back from GMMG, if you even know what that is, back to the Atlanta Gathering Host Hotel. Yep. What car was it? Here's a hint it might have been a convertible, considering I'm giving away a convertible <laughs> top cleaner. <sighs> uh. So, come on, guys. It's a free cleaner. All you got to do is just answer the trivia question, and all you got to do is listen to some previous episodes if you missed them. Maybe you we don't have any convertible owners. But well, postal I know, I know Postal Dave is. Postal Dave's a brand
0: new convertible owner.
1: Oh, we got plenty. We got plenty. It's free. These things cost like 20, 30 bucks a bottle. It's good stuff. All you got to do is try it out and then report back here on the show. It's a piece of cake, though. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. All right. Just answer the question. I'll even say what year it was maybe in next week's episode if nobody nobody guesses it right yeah and then if that doesn't happen then on the next episode after that i'm just gonna say who's got a damn convertible (laughs) claim this thing and do a review on it because i can't do it yeah no kidding good gravy come on you guys
0: so guys call in answer that question or give us a call and let us know what's on your mind because we didn't get any uh voicemails this week let us know what you think about the 650 horsepower zl1 are you gonna buy it or are you waiting for
1: the price Give us a call. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586 486 3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So, what are you waiting for? Do it now. Do it now. Uh, One of our listeners did uh, make something really cool for his Camaro. Yes. This is a listener that we know pretty well.
0: Yeah. Uh, His name is Andy Garcia, Uh, not to be confused with the actor, Andy Garcia. But, uh, he's one of our listeners and, um, he did this really cool backboard, like for his 2016 Camaro, that's like lit up. He was kind of inspired by the graphic you created, Jason, for our interview we did with Scott, the F-bod father, Settlemeyer. Um, he said that Scott has been a real influence in, in his career. So as a sort of tribute he created the f Father tribute thing for his Camaro, and uh, I think it's pretty darn neat. So I posted that up on the Camaro show this week. You guys can go check it out. Um, pretty neat uh, from the basic beginning stages of him creating it to the the actual piece installed in the trunk.
1: It's a pretty slick unit, i got to tell you.
0: Yeah. So good job, Andy. And... I hope to see Scott at Woodward this year.
1: Oh, that'd be very cool. You know, yes. he has since retired from being the Camaro and Firebird brand manager, and then eventually a few other uh, shows and exhibits, things, exhibits and shows um, and exhibits managers, things and, like that. Yeah, but now he's got he's enjoying a well deserved retirement. Absolutely, you definitely can can find him at uh, at the Camaro shows, and just a super awesome guy. Yeah. All right, so. Before we wrap up, I got—I promised that I would tell this story. Yes, we've got—we've <laughs> um, got about four minutes left to go on the show. And I'll do my best. Um, so back when I had my 2010 Camaro, again with the Magna Charger and the LS9 Cam and the Borla long tubes and the Borla exhaust and the Pedder suspension and the Forge Line wheels and the Nitto tires and all the cool stuff I did to it, it was a badass ride. I got to tell you. Um, I did go to what is called the Downriver Cruise with a friend of mine. That I won't say his name. Um, you can go however. ahead and say his
0: name because when he was in studio here, you guys already talked about it.
1: All right, so it's our buddy Tom, <laughs> who's, a, who's a Detroit cop. And I spent the day hanging out with him in his garage at his place, and then we decided to go to the Downriver Cruise. He said, can I drive? I said, sure. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't normally don't let anybody drive my cars, but what the hell. So he's driving Downriver, and... Um, of course, at most cruises now, like the Woodward cruise, there's police officers everywhere in like little tents on their bicycles or little scooters or whatever. Tom's behind the wheel of my car I'm in the passenger' seat, and he sees the cops there and with him being a police officer, he's like, "Hey, check this out," and just like whips a UE around the 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 the, the Michigan left if, as as you will you know the boulevard turn really fast and hard, gets it a little sideways and just 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 cracks it out and i'm like okay cool he's a cop he knows what he's doing he knows these guys sure enough some dude on a golf cart or whatever cop on a golf cart comes over <laughs> and, with the lights flashing tom pulls over tom's not even wearing his seatbelt at the time shame on him i know i know i know that f-bod father would be pissed if he heard this he i'm like okay he knows this guy guy the cop rides up and he goes hey buddy you really need to slow it down around those cor- corners man and tom's like yep no problem all right great so and then we take off and I'm like, what's his name? And he goes, I don't know. I'm like, you don't know him? He goes, no. He goes, he doesn't know that you're a cop and he's a cop? He goes, no. <laughs> so I'm like, how the hell did you do it? it must be a cop vibe. So then yeah. we're driving along no sooner than, I think we got pulled over one more time. You do under a burnout circumstances, or something? Him being a jerk, doing burnouts or something. <laughs> there's a lot of power. Same thing. And then we're driving along. And we're like, okay, we're going to take it easy. Some asshat in like a Celine Mustang comes right up next to us doing the douchebag want to race thing and (laughs) run 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 it's like hey man you want to run them and i'm like you tell him that i'm like i'm like the pass. i'm like balky in 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 tom cruise and risky business i'm in the passenger (laughs) seat being all cool and and i look over to tom i'm like you tell him he can't handle what we've got and that's a fact and Tom's like, you can't handle what we've got. And he's like, I bet you $100 bucks i do or something like that. And Tom's like, nope, we're not interested because we'd already pressed our luck for the, for the day. Yeah, right, yeah, We're going to go yeah. and grab something to eat. So Mr. Douchebag, Mustang driver, floors it, gets a little sideways right in front of us. And then I happen to notice something. And I said, Tom, get up next to him again. He's like, why? And I'm like, just, just, just get up next to him again. So we get up next to him, and I lean over to Tom, and I say, tell him that we just noticed that he's got a temporary tag on his car. And he just bought it and we're pretty damn sure that he has absolutely no idea how to drive that car. <laughs> and so Tom pretty much relayed the message to him through the open window, and this dude was pissed because <laughs> we were right on the money. So what's he do? Runs a red light flooring it away from us being so cool.
0: Hopefully he didn't run into a crowd of people. Since he you know he was driving a Mustang.
1: No, that was before it was trendy to run into a crowd, and into a pole, and into some people. Oh, okay. Uh, good. Leaving an event. And then Tom and I went uh, to the little pub down there, had damn one of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. A couple of beers and hit on the lesbian waitress and got yelled at by her. And then uh, we went back to his house and watched TV. It was a great night. Nice. So, uh, Sounds like a good time. So this show you that n- not all dickhead Mustang drivers careen into the crowds and into the pole and into some people. Given a further opportunity... <laughs> <laughs> that nine,
0: uh, well, I'm just I'm just happy you guys didn't didn't engage
1: anymore. Well, I'll so. tell you what, it was um, all I can say is it's good to be able to trust somebody behind the wheel of your car. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and you know, I don't think Tom nor I have pressed our luck beyond that, and that was <laughs> many years ago. So yeah. What, do you, what about you guys? Do you guys have a, we've, we've asked this before. Do you have a story of, of uh, an interesting encounter where you just like pretty much... Um, it's, it's, I think the term is winning a war without firing a shot. Yeah. Let's not talk about your street victories by actually beating them in a high-speed competition. Let's talk about your street victories when you didn't have to. Yeah. You know? One of my slogans is that I made this up. If I have the biggest gun in the bar, I don't need to wave it around. Yeah so if you got a story about like like mine i we would love to hear it and you know the number to call in sounds good you have
0: it yeah it was a good story
1: so what can can we look forward to next week's episode well Uh, we can
0: we can see if they actually release the uh
1: pricing for zl1 and then we can start ripping that apart (laughs) (laughs) yeah we may dedicate a whole episode just to complaining about that Uh,
0: and then we got woodward coming up soon in a couple weeks that's right, that's right. Very cool. With all the Camaro fifty uh, celebrations and the Lansing Factory Tour and the Camaros and Coffee and
1: Yeah. It's gonna it's be a good, good time. It's gonna to be, be a good. Camaro fan. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, I guess we're done for this week. We thank you all for listening as always, and thank you for your comments on our Facebook page at where Chris, where can they find it?
0: That's at facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show.
1: That's right. So we'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!